Well, it's an age-old tale from Tinseltown. A celebrity is busted in a compromising situation. Maroon 5 lead singer Adam Levine was recently caught red-handed sending flirty DMs via Instagram, although the star denies having a physical affair. Meanwhile, Khloe Kardashian has been victim of two cheating scandals with both of her exes, Lamar Odom and Tristan Thompson, breaking her heart and her trust. But outside of Hollywood, just how often are people unfaithful? What causes them to stray? And is infidelity something a regular couple can actually overcome? Well, to tell us more, we say hello to couple and family family therapist Jacqueline McDermott. Jacqueline, morning Hi, to Jacqueline. you. Good morning. Um, outside of the celebrity realm, I guess, uh, in your experience, what is the driving factor here? Why, why do people cheat? I think there's lots of reasons why people cheat, but mostly people talk to me, the betrayers talk to me about the fact they don't feel very close with, the, with their partner anymore or they feel lonely in their relationship. So they're really looking for emotional connection with someone else. So it's not necessarily about the sex. A lot of people think it's about the sex, but it's not. It's often about, I want to connect with somebody because I'm not feeling particularly happy at the moment. Okay, so cheating isn't always physical. There are different kinds of infidelity. Yeah. Take us through them. Well, there's the sexual, mm -hmm. which we all know, and then there's the cyber, the internet, you know, people getting online and, and forming a connection that way. Mm. There's um, emotional cheating, which people struggle with understanding what that really is because people say, well, I'm just really, I just really get on well with that person. I'm, we're just meeting up for drinks, and but we're not doing anything. There's romantic cheating. There's a, there's a different range of, of, of cheating. But What's intellectual cheating? Intellectual cheating. It's when you connect with somebody on an, in an intellectual way. Oh, okay. So you're, you're connecting that way, but you might um, preference that to spending time with your own partner. Okay. Wow. So and that, and that, that, that does qualify really as a transgression because you're developing that connection with them intellectually. I think anything that takes you outside, away from your primary relationship, and that sort of secret behaviour, can be seen as a betrayal. And most of the time, people who feel, you know, the injured party sort of feels a sense of there's something not right. Mm. For the injured party, how do people usually respond to an act of betrayal against them? Well, shock. You know, there's a lot, you know, shock. It's, it's kind of a trauma mm. for the injured party, actually. So. There's, you know, there's grief, ang you know, anger, sadness, all those sort of things. But there is a, actually a lot of PTSD symptoms that come along with finding out about your partner betraying, cheating on you. Cheating yeah. on you. So a lot of people suffer from um, um, sleepless nights, not being able to eat, flashbacks. All these sort of things can go on for months and sometimes years for that injured person. Is it a transgression in your view, Jacqueline, that is survivable? Absolutely, if both people are willing to do the work and understand why this happened to them. So in other words, instead of saying, you did this and there's, you, know, you need to go and fix yourself to the betrayer, that both people take responsibility to some extent for what happened and go and do some work on it. Mm. So how can a couple overcome cheating? I think we've got some graphic pages yeah. here. But it's, it's important that both of them want it, I guess, yep. because you can't maybe drag someone kicking and screaming to, to mediation, or can you? Well, you can try, mm. but it doesn't really work. So both people have to really want to do the work. And the work is not short-term successions and you're done. It's about, I always say, about 12 months of work, really getting in to do the work. 
Often people need to go and see individual therapists for their own individual work, but really working out kind of what are the underlying reasons why this happened to us as a couple, um, what behavioural changes need to happen in order for us to, for the injured person to feel like there's something different, this is going to be a new relationship. So really establishing different things and starting a new relationship again. Yeah, fascinating. Jacqueline, thank you very much for the advice this morning. You're very welcome. Thank, thank you for having me.